Hey there, what's up all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is Nate with Good Morning Liberty. I wanted to talk about this GOP debate last night. We did have a watch party last night with the Fed Haters Club, which you can join by going to joingml.com and hang out with us when we do things like that. Or you can hang out with us every single day of the week live when we want to, of course. It was a GOP debate that... Uh, mostly just doesn't matter. I think we all know that. Uh, Trump, as long as he is alive and not in prison and still legally eligible for the office, is going to be the Republican nominee, just given the polls right now. It'd be really tough for him to not be the nominee. Uh, I think you had a couple people that are trying to be the vice president. Uh, other than that, I don't know what everyone's motivations are. Maybe so they can write a book later and sell some copies. I'm not exactly sure. But I do have a few clips that I thought were important enough to talk about. As far as the candidates go, the performance of the candidates last night, I think Vivek Brahmaswamy had the, the best night overall. Although I will say by the end of the night, I had nicknamed him Vivek Ramaswamy because he he comes off a little fake to me. That might just be his personality. Maybe he is this tech bro and uh, pharma bro, whatever he is. He comes off as a tech bro, basically. And uh, that's just the way he talks, I guess. Maybe I'm, I'm so jaded in, the, in this political life that I just think that it's all fake. Or maybe it is all actually fake because most of the time it is. He had a few good clips, though. Chris Christie got some digs in. It's not really going to matter. Ron DeSantis, honestly, I think it. I, I barely remembered that he was even up there on stage. Um, Nikki Haley said a few things that I thought were pretty good, although uh, foreign policy is terrible with her, and, as well as a lot of other policies, so she wouldn't get my vote. Most of these people aren't going to get my vote. In fact, uh Basically, none of them will, because I'll probably be voting uh, Libertarian. I guess I could vote in the Republican primary, though. Who knows? Um, I'll play a couple clips from Vivek. There's one thing that Pence said uh, in a back and forth with Vivek that I really didn't like. The one that most people are talking about does come from Ramaswamy and Christie. And I will play that. This is when, uh, let's see. This is when they were talking about climate change, and this was one of the best exchanges of the night. Republicans, I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change agenda is a hoax. The climate change agenda is a hoax. Now, first off, I will say this is him. He is trying to do the, the Trump 2.0 thing. Vivek is, and it's pretty obvious. He's the only person on stage that isn't bought and paid for. That Let's be honest, that's that's mostly true. He's self-funding his campaign uh, just like Trump did, uh, and he's calling out everyone else up there, and uh, and he's, you know, saying some pretty strong statements. Of course, everyone took major offense to someone saying something like that out loud, but I thought that was pretty good. And the reality is, the anti-carbon agenda is the wet blanket on our economy. 
And so the reality is more people are dying of bad climate change policies than they are of actual climate right. change. Governor, Governor right, Haley, are you bought the paid for? Down by hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on. I've had enough. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. And okay, I, th I thought that line was pretty good. Uh, I'm sure he had that pre-planned, but saying that he sounds like ChatGPT, I get it. I get, that's probably why I nicknamed him the fake by the end of the night. Uh, I thought it was a good line. I'm not saying it's true, but good on Christy for that one, at least. The last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama. And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. Come over and give me a hug. <laughs> give me a hug just same, like you did to Obama. The same type of amateur. And, and you'll help elect me just the, like you did to Obama, too. Give me that The same hug, type of amateur. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Hey, Governor Haley, would you like to respond? Deserves Are you? And then Nikki Haley, she had this. She had this line ready to go to use at the right moment, and it was the best time for her to say it. I don't agree with the line, but I'm biased. But here's what she said. Brett, what for. I would like to say is the fact that I think this is exactly why Margaret Thatcher said, if you want something said, ask a man. If you want something done, ask a woman. Okay, so there's that. Pretty good exchange between... Christie and Vivek uh, likening Vivek to Barack Obama. And then uh, Vivek came back and said, well, why don't you give me a hug like you hugged Obama and uh, maybe you'll help get me elected like you helped Obama get reelected and all that. So, uh, you know, it was good. It's good stuff. He said the climate change agenda was a hoax. He didn't say climate change itself was a hoax. He said the climate change agenda was a hoax. And I completely agree with him. I saw someone say online, and I'll echo it, uh, we solved, if you're, if you're concerned about climate change and concerned about the environment, we solved it a long time ago with the creation of nuclear energy, uh, very clean energy, and these days, very, very safe. Uh, so if you actually care about that, we'd all be pushing more towards nuclear energy, but that's not what these people want to do. They want to hand out subsidies and hand out billions of dollars to uh, companies that are making solar panels and wind farms and people buying up land for all that. And uh, you, you could just be going for nuclear energy, but that's not really the focus, is it? really has a lot more to do with money. Let's see what else we got. Uh, okay, from Nikki Haley, she had a really good line. It was pretty early in the night. It kind of surprised me. She said a couple things that I liked. In fact, while we were doing the live stream, I, I said, Ron, Paul, is that you? Uh, with some of the things that she was saying, I know that she's uh, she's not Ron Paul, but she did call out Republicans for spending too much money in this clip. Well, I don't care about polls. What I care about the fact is that no one is telling the American people the truth. The truth is that Biden didn't do this to us. Our Republicans did this to us, too. When they passed that $2.2 trillion COVID stimulus bill, they left us with 90 million people on Medicaid, 42 million people on food stamps. No one has told you how to fix it. I'll tell you how to fix it. They need to stop the spending. They need to stop the borrowing. They need to eliminate the earmarks that the Republicans brought back in. 
in, and they need to make sure they understand these are taxpayer dollars, it's not their dollars. And while they're all saying this, you have Ron DeSantis, you've got Tim Scott, you've got Mike Pence, they all voted to raise the debt, and Donald Trump added $8 trillion to our debt. And our kids are never going to forgive us for this. And so, I, I thought that was a, a very real moment from, okay, real. I don't know her well enough to know that uh, she actually cares about all of those things. But that's a gutsy thing to stand up at a primary debate uh, when, of course, there's tons of Trump supporters uh, and he's winning by such wide margins. And to sit there and call out Republicans in general for spending so much money uh, throughout the Trump administration to call out the COVID stimulus bill uh, and to say things like, their taxpayer dollars. It's not the government's dollars. They need to stop the spending. That That's good. I, I like those things. I just wish that I believed uh, she was a real person. But unfortunately, I do not. Let's see. I'm going to skip past the Pence one real quick. We'll do a couple of Vivek. He had the most... He had the, the best moments last night. The, I, I believe the most clips... Uh, that you're going to see on Twitter are going to be Vivek Ramaswamy sparring back and forth or just some of the things uh, that he said in general. They were asked whether or not they would support sending more money to Ukraine. And he was the one who said, no, that we needed to get out of that. Eventually, at one point, he ended up getting getting booed when he started speaking about it again after Pence. I'm not playing that part because I'm grabbing a clip off of Twitter, but I'll say I'll show you what he said about Ukraine. Mr. Ramaswamy, you would not support an increase of funding to Ukraine? I would not. And I think that this is disastrous that we are protecting against an invasion across somebody else's border when we should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States of America. We are driving Russia further into China's hands. The Russia-China alliance is the single greatest threat we face. And I find it offensive that we have professional politicians on the stage that will make a pilgrimage to Kiev, to their Pope, Zelensky, without doing the same thing for people in Maui or the south side of Chicago or Kensington. I think that we have to put the interests of Americans first, secure our own border instead of somebody else's. And the reality is, this is also how we project strength by making America strong at home. All right, so first off, he wants to not protect Ukraine's borders. He wants to use those resources and troops to protect America's borders. So he is a border hawk. He's a China hawk. Um, I I still have these issues with Ramaswamy. And then Christie goes into the story about why he went to Ukraine and he saw, you know, he talks about here's how many people are in this, um, in this arena right now. Imagine there being even more people and uh, kids being stolen and, sent to Russia to get repro and, and he tells this, Christie tells this sad story and the murderous Putin and all that. And I get it that there's, I don't think we're denying that bad things are going on in Ukraine. That can't be the reason. There are bad things going on in tons of countries around the world, dozens of countries. There are terrible genocidal things going on. That can't be the reason that you decide to use Americans' money or eventually American troops to protect those people. But there is still this world police attitude, and all you got to do is tell some kind of sad story 
to get people to feel bad and emotionally decide that they're going to do that. And I'm sick of that. And I am glad that Vivek is at least not going down that path with them. Uh, what else did we have here? Uh, once again, another one, uh, Vivek and Christy. I think these were the best clips of the night. He calls out Christy and his uh, Trump derangement syndrome in this one. You raise your hand supporting... No, I'd like to yeah. get in and respond. Let's just speak the truth, okay? President Trump, I believe, was the best president of the 21st century. It's a fact. And Chris Christie, honest to God, your claim that Donald Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible if your entire campaign were not based on vengeance and grievance against one man. And if people at home want to see a bunch of people blindly bashing Donald Trump without an iota of vision for this country, they could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. But I'm not running for president of MSNBC. I am running for president of the United States. We're skating on thin ice and we cannot set a precedent where the party in power uses police force to indict its political opponents. It is wrong. We have to end the weaponization of justice in this country. Okay, the, the line about vengeance and grievance towards Christie was good. Uh, that is what Christie's campaign uh, is really centered around. I also think that Trump's campaign is that Christie's right. His campaign is centered around vengeance and grievance. I don't think Trump uh, cares about the American people. I, I really don't. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I, I do think that this is all about uh, righting the wrongs that he think were perpetrated against him. And then I'll disagree with Vivek uh, that he what he said at the end of that and people listening. Uh, it's fine if you disagree with me. I, I think that pre even presidents uh, can break the law and should be held accountable for that. So whether or not you agree with what's going on with the indictments with Trump, listen, the timing is purely political. They timed this to happen during the Republican primary. These are all things that happened years ago uh, that they've known about, that they've waited until the primary. And so I do, I do think that there's actual election interference going on right now. And so maybe that means, since they didn't do it a couple of years ago, uh, that they need to wait and let the American people decide on this. I can agree with that. But I'm not going to say that presidents should not be subject to the law when they break it. And even though the case has not gone all the way through, he's not been proven guilty in a court of law, listen, did did Trump take classified documents that he wasn't supposed to? Did Trump knowingly take classified documents and try to hide them and try to keep them when he knew that he was not supposed to and he knew that he was breaking the law? Yeah, come on, y'all. The answer is yes to that. And so then my question is, did you think that Hillary Clinton should have gotten in trouble for her email thing? Just be honest with yourself. Did you think that Hillary Clinton should have gotten in trouble? Now, was it because you are so philosophically and morally protective of classified documents and the law that you want it to be uh, applied evenly to everyone? Or was it because Hillary Clinton was a Democrat and she was running for president and you wanted a Republican to win? One of those answers is not the right answer, okay? But it, it can be the answer. You can say, well, it's because she's a Democrat and I didn't want her to win. And now you don't think Trump should be uh, prosecuted for it either. Uh, because he's a Republican and you don't want the Democrats to win. If it's because you cared about the classified documents in the law, the fact that Hillary Clinton got away with it 
cannot be your reasoning for why Trump should be able to get away with it, because then you're saying you don't actually care about the classified documents and what the law is. And you can't say, well, because one person got away with it, then everyone else should be able to get away with it too. That's not how we should apply our laws. It, it, if you agree that people should not have these classified documents and they should not break the law and it should be applied evenly, that sucks for Trump. Uh, that Clinton didn't get indicted and that she's not in prison or whatever, but that doesn't mean that he didn't commit the crime and it doesn't mean he shouldn't pay the time or, or whatever the same would be on that. Uh, let's see. I will give you that. I think this is Vivek's closing statement. I wasn't there for the closing because this thing just went on way longer than what I thought it was going to. And uh, we just in the live group just ended up chatting back and forth uh, a little bit there at the end and not really listening to the debate. I think this was his closing statement. And this is why people like him and why I still I still like him uh, because he's the only person who's who's really saying anything that is inspiring remotely uh, about the future. There is one good thing I, I, I like about him and it is that he is inspiring. He does present a great vision and he's, I know this is weird, but he's always smiling. He, he was smiling like all night when he was doing this. Maybe that's weird, but it, it reminds me loosely uh, of you know who used to smile all the time when he was just destroying people? Milton Friedman. Milton Friedman was always calm. He was he seemed happy. He seemed right and he he seemed so positive and so sure that what he he knew that what he was saying was right that he didn't let the other people that disagreed with him get get to him because he was solidly grounded in the morality of what he was saying. And Vivek does come off that way to me. Maybe he oversells it just a little bit. Maybe he's a little bit too much like a like a preacher or something like that, or a, a, a tech bro in California. I don't know. Uh, but let's listen to his closing arguments. I was born in 1985, and I grew up into a generation where we were taught to celebrate our diversity and our differences so much that we forgot all of the ways we are really just the same as Americans, bound by a common set of ideals that set this nation into motion in 1776. And this is our moment to revive those common ideals. God is real. There are two genders. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Reverse racism is racism. An open border is not a border. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to man. Capitalism lifts us up from poverty. There are three branches of government, not four. And the U.S. Constitution, it is the strongest guarantor of freedom in human history. That is what won us the American Revolution. That is what will win us the revolution of 2024. Thanks for letting me introduce myself tonight. Thank you. Okay, he's he's using some great words. I like that word revolution. It's a good one. It plays well. That was a great statement. I agree. Uh, he's a he's a little hockey on immigration and and trade and things like that. But uh, you know, if I were gonna gun to my head, I was gonna vote in the Republican primary today. 
And uh, let's say that, you see, here's the issue. One thing I feel bad about. It would, okay, Larry Elder, who was not on the stage, is actually the most libertarian person up there. Uh, well, who should have been up there, I believe. Uh, and I keep forgetting that he's running in the Republican primary. And sadly, he's not going to get a chance to get up there and uh, talk in a debate with these people. And I think he would have done a really great job last night. Uh, so to say the statement I was about to say, I have to assume that Larry Elder ends up dropping out. But gun to my head, I'm going to vote in the Republican primary. I would, I would vote for Vivek. Once again, I have one more clip. And this is really about what Pence had to say, but it involves Vivek one more time. Uh, this was essentially Pence responding to, uh, to Vivek saying that this was a dark time in America, and Pence did not like that. We're not looking for a new national identity. The American people are the most faith-filled, freedom-loving, idealistic, hard-working people the world has ever known. We just need government as good as our people. Well, Mike, I think the difference is you might have, some others like you may have on the stage, it's morning in America speech. It is not morning in America. We live in a dark moment, and we have to confront the fact that we're in an internal, sort of cold cultural civil you war. Are and we have to recognize the that people with the failed win. government in Washington, D.C. We just need government as good as our people again. So I can so let me just finish addressing that slogan wait, wait because I don't know what that slogan Brett, means. Mark, we need to shut down the administrative stage. That's actually how we translate. Crime Brett, has been Mark, on the rise. Okay. We just need you are equating the failed you're equating the American people with the failed government in Washington, DC. We just need government as good as our people again. Who votes? for the people that are in Washington, D.C.? Who keeps putting these people in power? Who lets this administrative state keep going? Who knows that we have another president and they don't get rid of the administrative state, uh, that they keep letting the DOJ get more and more powerful, and, and the whole thing just keeps going? I'm sorry, folks, but it's the American people. We still get to vote. And our government is a consequence of decisions that the American people have made. And the American people, as more and more time goes on, have decided that they want to trade their liberty for a false sense of security. That's just, it's just what it is. The change does not need to happen in the government. It, it needs to happen in the people, and that will change the government. We could have the exact same people stay in power in government. But if the American people, if they know that they will all lose their jobs, if they continue doing the things that they are doing, then they'll change because they are just empty vessels that are out there trying to keep their jobs. It is the incentive process. It, it is the incentives that are put in front of them by the voting public that allows the government in Washington, D.C. to be what the government in Washington, D.C. is. So it's not just that we need better leaders. Okay, that means that the people have to pick better leaders. Who puts those leaders in place? Pence, I don't understand what he's saying. Because what he's saying is, oh, the, oh, the people are great. We just need better. Well, guess what? They're not going to put you in power, Pence. you got no chance 
of being the president. So what does that mean? It's the government's fault? It's the people. He's, he destroys his own argument by knowing in knowing that he's not going to get elected president. Like, he has to know this. And so I don't understand the argument that he's making. We just need better government. We need government that's as good as the people. The people do need to change. We do need this national revival, this revolution mindset uh, that Vivek is talking about. That he's not the perfect person for the job. This is not an endorsement of him uh, right now. It's an endorsement of him over the other people that were on the stage. Uh, DeSantis, I don't think, really had any great moments last night. Ever since I saw clips of him looking like Homelander from The Boys on Amazon, if you haven't seen that, uh, it's all I think about. And now he just comes across as Homelander to me. I'm sorry. He, he's got no personality. I don't know anything about him, really. He's uh, signed some laws, and he's done some, a lot of things in Florida that I already didn't agree with. Uh, before these, before he was even running for president, we already had a lot of problems with DeSantis. So uh, I think it was a bad night for him. I think it was a good night for Vivek. I think we'll see that reflected in the polls later on. So that's what I got. There's my debate recap as much as that matters. And uh, unfortunately, I think it really doesn't. A lot of people critique Vivek by saying that he's running for vice for to be Trump's vice president. I think he is running to be Trump's vice president. Um, he might be doing it so obvious that he doesn't get chosen for the job. Uh, I think he's making it so clearly obvious to me anyway. He's making it so clearly obvious that Trump isn't going to like it because it looks like he's getting painted into a corner where he has to pick Vivek and he'll just pick someone else just to make people mad. Maybe he'll pick Nikki Haley because they think they need a woman on the ballot or something like that. I don't know. Um, listen, like I said 25 minutes ago, uh, barring Trump being dead or legally ineligible uh, to be on the ballot, he's going to be the Republican nominee and it's going to be Trump versus Biden, assuming he is still alive at that time too. And isn't it great that we've made it to a point where I'm putting caveats on who's going to be on the ballot next year based on whether or not they live that long. Mm, that's great. All right, y'all. Thank you for hanging out. I'm getting out of here. See you tomorrow for Dumb Leap of the Week.